Good morning, everybody. It's the 10th of January, Tuesday, and the market just going to sleep today. Bit of a shame. On Friday, Wall Street was up 700 points on the back of the good jobs number, but it hasn't followed through overnight, as you've probably seen. Wall Street down 113, and we were up 42 yesterday. And this morning, we're down 16, so failing to carry through the momentum even for two days, a one-day rally by the looks of it. This is the Marcus Today Strategy Podcast, general advice only. If it's advice at all, do not mistake it for advice suited to your personal financial circumstances. The good news today is that we opened the year yesterday with a new idea in the ideas portfolio, buying Pilbara Minerals PLS. Well, we're up 5% on that in one day. Now, if I was a less scrupulous newsletter. I would annualise that return to 1,150% and start advertising that our latest tip had returned 1,150% annualised. Close the ideas portfolio and get marketing. Anyway, a good start. The strategy piece today has got the technical scans in it. I could start putting this in a separate technical section, but you'll notice there's a bit of educational technical commentary at the beginning of that section today. I might just keep it all in the marker strategy section. But have a look at that. There are some scans in there this morning with RSI buy and sell signals. Just so you know, we run technical scans every morning with the software we've got. We use Metastock and Omnitrader. I'm actually finding, although Metastock's been around longer, and I know Stuart used that, I'm actually finding Omnitrader picking up much better signals, but there you go. But we can, through that software, scan as many stocks as we want. I think there are 2,300 stocks we scan in the mornings. And you can scan them for anything, obviously, but most of the scans are looking for stocks changing direction direction, which is the more interesting event for traders on a chart. Investors would be more interested in identifying long-term uptrends, which is that old 3MA thing that Stuart used to do and Chris used to do. For investors, you'd be interested in identifying those long-term uptrends and trying to time your entry point in that uptrend. In other words, bottom of the trading range and turning, that sort of thing. But for traders, most of these scans are suited to traders. They're fairly short-term and they're looking for changes in direction. So RSI buy and sell signals, MACD buy and sell signals. We've got articles explaining what RSI and MACD is. I will highlight those in the days to come. But most of what we do on a daily basis is short term and the observations certainly don't mean act as I write today. They mean go and have a look and technical signals are rarely used in isolation. They're usually used in combination with other technical signals which build a picture which tell you that a stock is materially changing direction or materially trending. So you don't take them for granted as signals to do anything. What you do and the software allows this is when it highlights a signal you can click on the code and the chart comes up and then you start to apply brains. So the signals are empirical. In other words, no brain or judgment involved. They just tell you that there might be something going on and then you apply brain by looking at the chart and the trend and anything else you want to look at. And if they look interesting, I'll highlight them in the technical paragraph. So today there is one obvious thing going on on all the charts and that is, and it may just be a two or three day thing of course, but lithium and rare earth stocks have featured quite heavily with 
with RSI buy signals today, and that's Mineral Resources, Liontown, Linus, Novanix, Ioneer, Alchem, Alkane, and there are a few others not in that sector, IGO, Car Sales, REA Group, Net Wealth, Blue Scope still, you can see them all in the strategy section today in the technical paragraph. But the main message is lithium and rare earth stocks turning, and there are a few charts in there. Lion Town, Ioneer, Mineral Resources. Have a look at the charts in that section. I am tossing up at this point whether I do a separate technical ideas section or whether I include technical ideas in the ideas portfolio. That might be a better way and just highlight them as being technical. Anyway, plenty going on in that section. Also, notably, consumer discretionary sector bottoming as well. All these things, of course, are sentiment-driven and a turning market. We've had a few better days in the market, and a turning market lifts all boats that are all stocks that rely on sentiment. So a bit of action going on, a bit of bottoming going on in sentiment stocks. Right, otherwise, not too much to report overnight. A good day yesterday, but it hasn't followed through, which is a bit disappointing. I was hoping we'd build some momentum, but not to be. We are 90% invested at the moment in the strategy portfolio. Happy with that at the moment, and not much to say about that. We obviously have some pivotal moments coming up this week. We've got the Australian CPI numbers tomorrow. The expectation is the RBA are going to raise rates by 25 basis points over the next two meetings and then go on pause and then we have the US CPI numbers on Thursday night and the expectation is that the Fed are going to raise rates by 50 basis points then go on pause and there's some Fed speak today from Daly and Bostic both of which are fairly hawkish saying rates in the US are going to go on hold for a long time. We'll see what this CPI number does on Thursday night is expected to see a drop from 7.1% to 6.5% so a continued peaking in inflation. There are some economists suggesting that inflation really could collapse this year, especially thanks to energy prices. We'll see what happens on Thursday night. And then the other event coming up is US results season. That starts on Friday with some of the big investment banks. I am getting a calendar done for you today with all the US results coming up. But we have JP Morgan, Bank of America, Wells Fargo, Citigroup and BlackRock all reporting on Friday. So we'll wake up to that on Saturday morning. I have written today about some of your inflation experiences in the weekend email. I whinged about paying $40 for a minute steak at the local golf club, a meal which would have cost $18 a year or two ago. So I've asked you for a few of your inflation experiences. Have a look at the strategy section for that. The one that got me was this one, Sydney Restaurant in the lead into Christmas. When asked still or sparkling water, someone at the table answered still not tap. And for six people, the water bill for one meal came out at $67. I often think they just ask you, do you want sparkling or tap water just to work out whether they're going to get a tip, quite honestly. Anyway, they wouldn't get a tip with $67 of water on the bill, that's for sure. Anyway, you can see a few other inflation experiences in the newsletter today. Henry's got some interesting stuff in his section today. Have a look at Henry's take. He's just gone off to Osbiz 
this morning. He's got the call coming up tomorrow. See a list of the stocks he's going to be talking about at midday tomorrow on Ausbiz in his section today. He talks today about lithium and rare earths, L-Y-C-A-R-U, he looks at. He also talks on a strategy level about the reopening of China, thinks that will be a big theme this year, the world's second largest economy reopening. And he also talks about education, the return of the Chinese student. He wrote about IEL yesterday and NXD today. Have a look at Henry's section for a couple of ideas there. Right, that's about it. Not too much to report today. We are on hold for these inflation numbers later in the week. The market's sort of behaving itself. I got asked on radio. In fact, I didn't get asked. I told them on radio this morning my prediction for 2023, which is a complete waste of time, but whatever, was that the ASX 200 would go up 14%, which is 9%, the average statistic in the financial markets and what every economist and strategist predicts every year for the market just to keep their customers happy and quiet, content and inactive perfect combination. So I'll predict 9% plus a catch-up on the 5.5% we lost last year, and that makes 14%. Rely on that at your peril. Right, bit of a quiet one. You have a fabulous day. I'll speak to you tomorrow. Oh, 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 oh,